That one driven deep right field. Thank you, go. Gone for Morgan Chris. And Vincent Chamberlain. That ball. Going to the wall. Chamberlain the second for this first hit. Mounted second, going to third. With his first hit of the season. So, and the pitch. That one swung deep to left. And that one's gone! Savvy Seaman with a three-run shot. And the Warhawks take the lead. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, this is going to be an interesting episode of Podcast on D-Shot. I don't know if Scout will do, Scout will love this, but we're going to do it anyways. March, March is usually March Madness. We're yes. getting to March, also baseball season, but... We'll get oh, we'll connect you. that we'll connect that with something in a little bit. Um as this will be in another pun here. Now for something completely different. The last 10 years, Scout, the United States Marine Band has done a, their own bracket challenge. Yeah. That has pitted marches from different composers, whether that oh. be John Philip Sousa, Fillmore, Carl Kane, etc., some John Williams. They do this every year, um, and I thought it would be fun or interesting to do, take this year's bracket, which is interesting. It's 32 all Susan marches. That hasn't been usually typical. Um, as I said, there's been some John Williams. There's been some other composers, um, Thunder and Blazes, you know, the that's been in that contest. Well, is Benny Hill in there? But anyways, I got the bracket right here. I got the bracket right here because Craig Gall, the Kimberly band director, was at Midwest this year, and he got me this. Um, I should grab. Got me this goodie bag. Oh my god! From Midwest, included this in it. Included what their bracket's going to be for this this year. I got the marches. They're all going to be from the Marine Band. Um, if anybody's looking for um, looking to diving into Sousa, there's a couple different things that you can dive into. Keith Bryan's Music for Wind Band series is 23 volumes. Is the completed uh, anything that's com- has a complete band score. Um, and then the Marine Band's done something in the last seven years under Jason Fettig, who's been on my podcast. Obviously, Keith has been on my podcast. Um, they've gone and re-recorded all the completed marches of John Philip Sousa. The scores and parts are, are available for bands to play up until 1926 now. The 1927 one should be out this year because that's when uh, those come out of the public domain. Um, so lot, we're going to do a test here because we're gonna make, I'm going to play these off my phone. So, Scout, can you I'm gonna tell me? Absolute zero. It's gonna be like who he played for and uh, with no Barkley. No. <laughs> okay. Um, this is gonna be the bracket. You pick what one you like more. Oh, okay. Um, we're gonna test. I thought you were this. gonna do like guess who okay. composed no. this. No. Can you hear that? Um, a bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I got. You kind of started and then stopped it. So. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with the first part of the bracket on the left side. 
in the first march it's kind of a well-known susan march i'm gonna minimize yeah to you <laughs> well yeah because i've heard them all but yeah anyways the first march in the left side of the bracket and you'll be it's kind of funny a little bit because scout there's the first round then you have what you would call the sweet 16 is called Sousa 16. Oh my God. <laughs> There's the elite eight is called the enlisted eight. Oh. The final four is called the Fidelis four. <laughs> Obviously a nod to the United States Marine Band's motto. And then the final two is just, uh, I don't think they have a really what they, 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 they ran out of puns. <laughs> yeah, I guess they ran around out of puns. So, the first march is the official march of the United States Marine Band or Marine Corps, I should say. Susan wrote this in 1888. The interesting thing about this is that um, a couple of years before that, there was um, these trumpet and drum pieces that Sousa wrote and. There's two marches in this contest that are based off of um, that. One of them being this march, which is based off a bugle call called With Steady Step. Um, So here's the first march. Did you even play it? I can't hear that. No. Are you playing it? Oh, maybe maybe I should take it off the road road mic. Hold up. Yeah, <laughs> I should probably take it off the road mic. That's probably I don't think that's this is gonna work with that with how I usually do this. Okay, so hold up. Okay, Scout, can you? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me now. Yeah. All right. right, Back back to the first march. It's still to the same thing. I can't hear it. You can't hear it? Okay, this is... Mm. Okay, I'm going to figure out a different way to do this because this is going to be frustrating. Hold on. Three hours later. <laughs> well, looks like this is my show now. All right. I guess. We're going to do this with my Roku. Oh. I'm going to go on YouTube for this because. So as long as you can hear. All right. Can you just hear that? Um, do it again. Okay. Hold up. Oh, no. Giannis has ligament sprain in his right wrist. He'll miss a couple games. Okay, first March. If you can hear this, we'll ignore ads. I'll edit that out. <laughs> 
I even hear the ad. All right, here we go. I still can't hear it. I'm going to look it up on my end. What's the title of it? <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear the song, though. Let me just look it up on my end. I have YouTube open. Yeah, maybe maybe we should do it that way. What what's it called? Um, Semper Fidelis. Or you can just pull up, go on the YouTube. Yeah, that's where I am. We're gonna go go to the YouTube. Go to look up the United States Marine Band. And one of the first things that's gonna pop up is. Oh, there's... 2023 March Mania. Um, hold on, let me go to the page. I didn't think I didn't think this would be that hard. I thought because I thought it'd be easy. March Mania. Let's go look that up. Uh, All right. Well, the okay. first. I found March Mania. Okay. Okay. I found Playlist. Yep. The is the first one Semper Fidelis. Yep. Eighteen eighty eight. Let's let's listen to that. Oh, there's a goddamn Jimmy John's ad. Ugh. Okay. No, oh, there's another ad. Can you hear me though? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Let's play this. Maybe, maybe I didn't have my mic up. This guy has got some pretty nice suits. Tell him to stop, or you want to listen the whole thing. Um, move up a little bit. There's going to be a so. Um, the uh, the middle part of it. There's the middle part of it. <clears throat> the middle. Okay. Yep. Oh. Yeah. This part's probably the best part of the march. The soft part? The trumpets, and then there's a little... Oh, Ooh, the flute. It's one of those later marches. Surprising flute. The bones are going to come in soon. 
So that's that one. That's Semper Fidelis. Now go to the next one. The, um, es Esprit de Corps yeah. is the next matchup. Okay. Here's the next march out of the, the first pick. Oh, that's a nice start to it. The first one better. Okay, I agree with that. I, I mean, uh, I would say the second one, the Asperit decor, it sounds like something in Tommy Jerry. Like it's like, like, Tom, like Jerry. That's actually, the second one is actually one of uh, Sousa's firm is uh, first five years of his life is written right before he became director of the Green Band. It might have been first five years of life. Not his life. Uh, Souza's most remembered for being oh. the director of the United States Marine Band. Yeah. The director that took him being before that. <laughs> uh, before that. It's a couple of years before he became the director of the Marine Band. Okay. So um, I am going Semper Fidelis as well on this one. So on to the next matchup. Uh, look for one called The Honored Dead. Oh, okay. The next matchup is the Honored Dead and the Revival March. Drug oh, two yeah. from Sousa's early. Another two. Oh, Travel Wisconsin. The Honored Dead. Not the Grateful Dead. Oh. It's a little bit dark. <laughs> More of a funeral march. Stop now. Um, sure. That's just the beginning of it. Um, hey, I haven't listened to these, so I don't know like when the good part is. I I can let you know when a good part is. Um, so the next one, um, look for one called the revival. Um, this one is interesting because it incorporates a hymn during part of the march, and according to Patrick Warfield, there's actually a little part I I don't know where. Where it's actually, if you don't know that the hymns in the march is actually, um, might be hints of it at the beginning of it. Um, but um, yeah, it's the hymn is called "In the Sweet By and By." Susan wrote a couple other things that we call fantasies that are a collection of songs that um, he included this hymn in. Um, but it's one of these uh, what we call the Capo Marches Scout, where they'll you'll play the march all the way through. To a yeah. certain point, and then you'll go back to the beginning, um, and then you play. It's basically like really useful for parades, where yeah. you can hear any, the march at any the beginning part, any part of the march at any certain point or whatnot. But anyways, go to that one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I could definitely see how this is for a parade. Oh, did you play it? Yeah. Oh. I'm not hearing anything. Hold on. I was hearing something before. You hear it now? No. Oh, you're on the scrolling video? What? What do you say? You're on the scrolling video? Let me... Or you can, I, or, yeah, just. How about we do this? Instead of me playing all of them, we just, I just pick the one that sounds cooler. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. No, the one that, that sounds cooler, the one that looks cooler, like the, like, like the. <laughs> well, let me. Prince Charming. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, what? Hear what? My phone? No. Well, we're having really bad luck with this. Let's try it again. Ooh, Bunnison Try it again. Okay. I can hear it. Yeah, I like that one better. <laughs> okay. So I agree. I like the, the hymn part of it. Da da dee dee da da dee da da. That's kind of the in the sweet by and by. All right, so you got revival. All right, next matchup. Now for something completely, now for something completely different, which um, you'll recognize one of these scout. Okay. So you need to go to Hail to the Spirit of Liberty. Uh, 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 um. I saw it before, but oh, there it is. You take care of oh, god damn it. It's an old person. So much here for you with the treatments you need under one aspen. I think you're gonna like the second one, but you should know the second one. What? What? Huh? What did you say? I was saying you should know the second one, but you won't know this this one. Uh, well, what's the second one? <laughs> the second one's called the Liberty Bell. Oh, it's right after. Ooh, a nice curtain draw. In 1893, John Phillips Susan moved at a market. Let's, let's get to the music. Oh, you're doing the Liberty Bell first? Oh, I did the I did the first one. I know this one, I think. I've heard it in parades. Yeah, but you should know it from something else. What? You should know it from something else. Tom and Jerry? 
No. <laughs> what? Big Britain. Oh, is it like their national anthem or something? No. I think uh, John Cleese. I don't know who that is. Um. Okay. Um. The the Liberty Bell is the theme to the Monty Python. Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Of all things, the Susan March is the theme to the Monty Python. Oh, that's hilarious. So. I'm guessing you're going to go with that one over to the, yeah, the first yeah. one. Okay. As I write that down, Liberty Bell. Is, okay. All right. Next ones are the Gladiator and the National Game. I'll give you a second to listen to those and then you'll. Gladiator. Sounds cool. This one is a tough matchup for me. Um, I. I, I might go national game here. The national game march was written in 1925, and it was written for baseball. Oh. Um, Sousa had a love for baseball. He was, Sousa was also um, an expert trap shooter. He's in the Trap Shooter Hall of Fame. Um, but Sousa had his own baseball team, and they scrimmaged. Um, area community bands or Arthur Pryor's band, and a cool yeah. fact, was that Sousa, um, what was it? He lost the game. His band lost the game 19 to 6 um, to Arthur Pryor's band. And in to avenge the loss, he went and bought a pitcher and a catcher from the Philadelphia A's. And the next matchup he played against Arthur Pryor's band, they won handedly. So um, did you listen to the two marches? No, I could just talking. Okay. Here's the national game. Yeah. Okay, did you listen to the gladiator? Uh let me find it. Okay. I like the gladiator more. Okay. Because, I mean, as that, like, the, as of, like, right when I started listening to where the national game, like, I thought, like, this is going to put some to sleep. Like, mm. it, but I mean, like, I, I didn't listen to the rest of the song, so I don't know, but it's like, the gladiator had a lot of things that are just like, like, I don't want to say like surprises, but it's like 
where crescent crescendo or whatever it is called. There's a there's a good like piccolo flute type thing in the trio. Um I'm 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 gonna go national game just because I listened to that one more. All right, next matchup, a march that was featured in the Waterboy. Oh. Um, during a scene where uh Coach Coach Klein and Bobby Boucher are talking about um uh uh what is it uh coach klein getting his manhood back there's a band playing in the background and they're playing this march so look for king cotton oh. probably gonna pick this one old strategy let's see if it pays off <laughs> i might just put the marches in between this Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. The unique thing about this one, Scout, just to give you some unique background on this one, King Cotton was written in 1895 for the Cotton States Exposition. And you, uh, another march that is not in this bracket, surprisingly, um, two of Sousa's top marches are not in this bracket, the Stars and Stripes Forever and the Washington Post. Um if you flip the trio upside down, which goes ba da 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 about that one um and then the other one is the quilton party but i'm guessing you're gonna pick king cotton yeah i'm i'll pick that <laughs> no contest <laughs> all right um mother hubbard and prince charming prince charming mother um, hubbard um there's another march that was kind of its companion piece um i think one of these was written in 1883 or something. Another one was written in mid-1880s. Um, basically a medley march of children's songs. And Caesar would often say, you kind of played this one to uh, when the when his audiences were acting like children. Yeah, here's um, Mother Hubbard. I think I've heard this before. You probably have heard the songs in it. It's a medley march, so there's the Minstrel Boy, there's a couple of these other. I think that one may be the one with. There's like a part in this. This part. Yeah, I, I can't hear. Where I've heard it, but like I've heard that they're children's sons. Yeah. So. Oh, Nas, uh, Auto Group. Yeah. Oh.
Yeah, this is one of his later marches. What? This is one of his later marches. This is from like 1928. Yeah, I like the first one, the Mother Hubbard. Okay. I'm going opposite of you. I like Prince Charming better. Because uh-huh. I like the I good mar I like marches with good trios and good dog fights. Okay. All right, so next matchup is the Northern Pines from 1930 and the Daughters of Texas from 1929. Daughters of Texas is interesting when we're written for a women's college. Um, there was a march. So the other interesting story oh, about the Daughters of Texas. After the uh, the interesting story about the Daughters of Texas, it's a connection with another march. So Susan would often change the titles of marches before he decided on what he wanted. Um which will also connect to another story about another march. Um, but there was a guy named Wilbur B. Fauchet who uh, built a uh, memorial in Minnesota. His, his idol was George Washington. And um, he built this, men, this monument, this building in Minneapolis that was once one of the biggest skyscrapers in Minneapolis. And um, basically he wanted to have a big party and he wanted Sousa and his band um, to play at it. So he asked Sousa to write a march. He was hurried into writing um, a march for it. So he took this march call that was originally supposed to be the Daughters of Texas, um, crossed out the title, put Forche Tower, Washington Memorial, and then went and wrote another march for the other thing called the Daughters of Texas. Uh, the Daughters of Texas is a little bit more known than the other one. The other one, um, long story short, Fauché got into fraud, um, got put in prison, and um, his check to Sousa bounced, and Sousa said he wasn't going to have the other the other march published. It wasn't until decades and decades later that somebody paid off the Sousa family and were able to hear the other march. So um, that's kind of the story of the Daughters of Texas. Yeah, here's the Daughters of Texas. And then did you listen to the Northern Pines? The Northern Pines has to do with a music camp in Michigan. Called, called Interlocking. Hold on. There's, and it's in our size. There are ads. This is perfect. Probably because it's not quite in public domain yet. I like this one better. Okay. I like Daughters of Texas better. What's the next one? All right. Okay. At least there's going to be some differentiating. These ones you might like. Um, One's from 1917 and one's from the early 1900s. Um, I'll talk about the bottom one first. Jack Tarr. Was uh, includes a couple sections of some stuff from an operetta called Christ in the Wonderful Lamp that has some sort of connection to Aladdin. 
um, but he uses some stuff in um, in this march that are is from this operetta. But the comparison between the other march, the other march is called the Chaney Man's March, self-explanatory there, has a bunch of sea chanties. Um, but this Jack Tar march, interesting to, to listen for, is it, you'll know the tune. Um, so I'd say go to the middle of the march, you'll hear, that is a winner already. This one's going to be close. I might put the marches in just to. I'm a Did you listen to it? And then I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm listening to it. Oh my god, yeah, that's a winner. The yeah, no, I'm not even listening to the other one. That's a winner. <laughs> uh, I say listen to the other one. Listen if to the other one. It has the like the Peter Pan bullshit. <laughs> or do you think the the like SpongeBob? Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen to the other one because the other one. <laughs> Uh, the other one is this one's going to be closer than you think. Okay, what's the other one? Chanty Man's March. Oh, this one is a shanty, sea shanties. Oh. Yep. Susan knows I like sea shanties. <laughs> uh, shanty March. Um, I'm finding. Is it in the playlist? There's 32 songs, so it has yes. to be. What is it called again? The Chanty Man's March. Oh, okay, that's why. And by the way, this, this contest, they get thousands of votes. So they do one each day, pretty much, starting March. First, I think. Oh, there it is. When I go hiking, I go hard and fast. Like yeah, she is hard and fast. And stretch that number. And. That's that sea chanty feel. Oh, oh there's tap dancing in it too? Uh, that might be from like uh, the... I don't know what music, what instrument is going to make that effect. Probably the, what do you call it, the drumsticks on the um, snare drum. On the brim of the drum. Yep. Uh, 
I'm still gonna go with the first one. <laughs> okay, I'm still gonna go Cheney Man since I like like that one better. All right. Yeah, it's close though. We're halfway through. Oh. So, on the right side of the bracket now. Gallant seventh, which is one of Sousa's finest marches, is a hundredth one. It was actually played at Yankee Stadium at the opening of Yankee Stadium. Oh, uh, that must be he's old. Um, and then the other one is Saber and Spurs, which um is the interesting thing, not really connected to when the march was written, but if you watch the Captain America um first Avenger movie, uh Saber and Spurs is in that movie, um, along with Washington Post, but it's right, here's Gallant here seventh. Or Gallant. The dog fight's nice in this one. Okay. Keep on going, because oh. it's our job to keep Let me go back to it then. Oh damn it. An ad. Red lobster. In just 36 weeks, Universal Technical Institute can train you for a career in welding. If you oh, well done. This is a dog fight. Okay, okay Saber and Spurs. A little bit of a Calvary March, similar to Semper Fi. I like that one better. You like Saber and Spurs? I like Gale and something. More upbeat. Okay. At least... At least there's some differences in this. All right. March of the Midden Men, a.k.a. Power and Glory, and the Volunteers. The Volunteers was a march that Sousa wrote in World War I that um, incorporates some um, – it, it was the only Sousa march that has, like, a little bit of a practical effect um, in it. And then March of the Midden Men has a hymn in it called Onward Christian Soldiers. Ooh, a siren in there? Yep. And then there there was supposed to be a rivet machine, um, but the effect might have been a little bit weight or it was one of the most interesting premieres of a Sousa March because it they don't use a rivet machine, they it's different. Okay, so now let's go to the 
Yeah, nothing beats a siren, so that's kind of cool. Okay, so you're going the volunteers? Yeah, I heard the siren. That's kind of cool. Okay. All right. And then Flags of Freedom and Ferris to the Fair. So Ferris to the Fair is one of Susan's most thoroughly written marches. Most of his marches, what he'll do, Scout, is he'll take something from one section of the march, maybe another section of the march, and he'll write his intros like they're mini overtures. So the intros last wow. sometimes. So sometimes he'll write something. One thing will lead to the next, but that will lead to the next. So if you listen to the whole March of Ferris to the Fair, there's this oh. little thing called bump that will go bump, that will just keep on coming back. There's what blades of what? Flags of Freedom is the other one. It's another medley march. Blades of Freedom. That's awesome. Flags. By skipping the grocery store and cooking oh, a You'll reduce your food waste by up to 38%. Oh, 38%. Random ass number. What's the other one? Fairest to the fair. The most fair. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> okay. Well, that. If you listen to the whole thing, it keeps on coming back and comes back in the in the in the dog fight and the and some other parts of it, so. All right. Michael Vick with dog fights. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I made that joke. I made that joke when I was when that came, when he when that happened to him. And oh no, my you band director. Joke. My band director was like, "Oh, there's this little section of this march that we call break train, but you call it a dog fight." And the joke is is that. Uh, Michael Vick kind of gave that a bad name. <laughs> All right, next matchup. This is going to be hard. George Washington Bicentennial. This is one of the last marches Sousa conducted publicly. Oh, he died a couple um, weeks after that. Um, it was written for the Bicentennial of George Washington, obviously. And then the Invincible Eagle, which um, one of his sopranos witnessed him uh, compose on the train because the uh, the band would the, the soloists were separated from the main the main musicians of the band. Yeah here's George Washington. Okay, Invincible Eagle. This is bound to be an action. 
I like that one better. Okay. I do too. Because Invincible Eagle is kind of in my top 15. Okay. Is that it? No. Yeah, how many more we have? What, like two? Four matchups? All right. Review and Untitled March. The review is his first March, the Untitled March. Um, there's a reason it's untitled. He never lived to put a title to it. Um, and the interesting story about the Untitled March Scout is um, Sousa's manuscripts at the Sands Point um, house, Sands Point house that Sousa lived in in New York actually got sold, had a buyer recently. If I had a billion dollars, that's what I would spend my money on is, is his estate in New York. In New York City. <laughs> Um, but the uh, yeah. the uh, there's these steam trunks that he that these manuscripts were in, and these uh, thieves oh, um, decide tried to break into Sousa house to take these um, these trunks, and um, they dumped all the music on the floor that was in these trunks, ran off with the steam trunks, um, and they thought these steam trunks these Fancy looking trunks um, cost a lot of money. Well, it turned out opposite. The the manuscripts in these trunks were worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. This March or the Untitled March um, was part of this trunk. Um, the pages of this band score were all mixed up together. A guy named Morris Schischel, who's one of the most foremost, also been on my podcast. Um, he correctly pieced when he was a member of the u.s navy band he correctly pieced i think it was 14 pages of a band score of this together is mixed up with a couple other marches that is that Sousa's daughter thought they worked or were similar to each other so um the review is actually Sousa's first march that he published and then the untitled march is one of his last so i guess listen to one of them or listen to both of them and decide I like the Untitled March. It has one of the most beautiful trios of a Sousa March. Um, where the hell are you? I saw it before, but I can't. I found the revival, so there's a revival. Okay, review. Oh, re oh, it's re not revival. Review. No, because you already listened to the revival. Oh, that's true. Um, maybe if I scroll enough, I'll find. Yeah, I'm just closing it and I'm going to figure out where it is. Um, oh, Untitled March. Yes.
Yeah, I already I like that one better. <laughs> you like review better than the entitled march. I, I'm I would go with the entitled march, but at least we're different differentiating and not like March Madness where we're picking the same team. Yeah. All right, next matchup. There's one of these. One of these I hate because it gets overplayed by the Kenosha Pops too much. Um, so the matchups are. Uh, the next matchup is Sound Off. Um, which I like the dogfight in that one. Um, and there's some good counter melodies in it in the trio. Um, and then the Thunderer, which is Susan's wife's favorite march. It was written in 1889. It's also derived off of a bugle call called Here's the Year Officer. Let's start with the second one because I believe that's the one you don't like. <laughs> Could be familiar too. I'll wait now. Okay, I get how that could be overplayed. Like, it's one of his fam most famous marches. So then there's sound off. Yep. Where's the dog fight? Uh, go to like the middle. Play it, and then I'll tell you when the dog fight is. Like three, two minutes, three minutes long. Hold up. I'm in the middle. Let me, I'll sing the dog fight. I'll listen to it quick and then I'll sing the dog fight. I, I already got to the middle. It's bum 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 You like sound off? Yeah. Okay. Like you were saying, you were talking, and I was literally at the dog fight. Okay, so we both agree on that one because I'm saying I'm not really too much. I I'm not saying I don't. I hate the thunder. I just think it's overplayed. There's some good things about it. But because of the counter melodies, but all right. Next, second to last matchup is the Royal Welsh Fusiliers and the Pathfinder of Panama. The Royal Welsh Fusiliers, I refer to this one as number Royal Welsh Fusiliers number two, because here's the thing Susan wrote another march called Royal or called that was also kind of called Royal Welsh Fusiliers, but um, was a medley march, and the guys he wrote it for did, didn't. Wanted something that was completely original, so you wrote kind of something more original that kind of has some of the same melodies that are in the first one. So um, Royal Welsh Fusiliers and then Pathfinder of Panama. Um, I might just suggest listening to the dog dogfight. It'll go bum 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 bum. Royal Welsh. Right. Next. Pathfinder of Panama. Yeah. Go to the middle. Yeah, I'm not the middle. 
I like I like that one though. Okay, yeah. so you're on Pathfinder of Panama. Yeah. Which I Alright. Which I agree with. I even though both of them are good. All right, final matchup. Yeah. And then I'll just to ask you the pick of the ones that um that you picked, I'll ask you what your favorite Hello, was. March and Nobles of Mystic. Yep, Nobles of the Mystic Shrine, um, another one of the six that Susa actually conducted on, um, was, uh, this is, before you listen to it, there, it, it has a good Tropic fanfare in it, but this was written, he was getting inducted into the Shriners in Washington, and as part of it, he uh, conducted this band of 6,200 Oh, including Sousa's band at the at uh, Griffith Stadium so. in Washington. Um, it is still the biggest band that he ever conducted, and he has a uh, trumpet fanfare that goes. including his own band. So six thousand two hundred. Yep. Damn, how do you even like see it? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a Susa Mikado march. Has to do, uh, it's there was a Gilbert and Sullivan operetta called Mikado, Mikado, and it's stuff from. This is probably an easy answer. I like this one better. You like Mikado? I like Nobles of the Mystic Shrine. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me. I, it sounds like a Western song. I don't know. It's differentiating. Okay. Okay, so you're going Mikado. I'm going Nobles. Okay. All right, I'm not going to make us go and pick the mat matchups. Um, but anyway, Scout, of those, um, I'm going to read off what you picked. All right, in the left bracket, you have Semper Fidelis, Revival March, Liberty Bell, Gladiator, King Cotton, uh, Mother Hubbard, Northern Pines, and Jack Tar. Of those... What would you pick as your favorite of the favorite of all of those? Which ones? Semper Fi, Revival, Liberty Bell, Gladiator, King Cotton, Mother Hubbard, Northern Pines, and Jack Tar. 
Is Trevor the one that had that like SpongeBob thing? Jack Tar. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna have Jack Tar in your finals, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And then the other eight, you had Saber and Spurs, the Volunteers, Ferris to the Fair, the Invincible Eagle, Review, Sound Off, Pathfinder, or Panama, and Makaito. Um, I'll do Panama. All right, and then of those two, Jack Tar and Pathfinder Panama, what one would you rather pick? Jack Tar. Okay. So you're going to have Jack Tar in yours. Uh, I'm going to go through mine quick. Okay, Semper Fidelis. Uh, Semper Fidelis, I would say, would win the first matchup. Revival is going to win the second matchup. Um, of those two, I would pick Semper Fi. Um, Hail the Spirit of Liberty versus Little Liberty Bell. I would go the Liberty Bell. Gladiator versus the National Game. I'm going to go National Game. I'm going to go Liberty Bell. Um, Semper Fidelis versus the Liberty Bell. I would say Semper Fidelis would land in my Fidelis four. Um, bottom half of the bracket, King Cotton versus the Quilton Party. I'd say King Cotton. Uh, Mother Hubbard versus Prince Charming. I'd say Prince Charming. Prince Charming would be uh, ended up in the enlisted eight and and beat King Cotton, and then Northern Pines versus the Daughters of Texas. I go to the Daughters of Texas on that one. Chanty Mans versus the Jack Tar. This is where I'm going to knock your 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 winner out. Um, Chanty Mans, and then I would go Daughters of Texas. Daughters of Texas versus Prince Charming. I would go Prince Charming. Then I would have Prince Charming versus Semper Fidelis. Um, maybe I go Semper Fidelis there. Um, or kind of tight there, but mm, maybe I go Prince Charming. I'll go Prince Charming for my representative from the left bracket. On my right side, I'm going to go Gallant 7th beats Saber and Spurs. March of the Midden Men beats the Volunteers. Um, Gallant 7th beats March of the Midden Men in the enlisted, they go to the enlisted eight. On the other bottom half, Ferris of the Fair beats Flakes of Freedom. Um, I'll go Invincible Eagle beats George Washington Bicentennial in a close matchup. Um, and then uh, Ferris of the Fair, I would say, bump moves on to the Enlisted Eight. And I would go Gallant Seventh goes to the Fidelis Four because of the dogfight section. Um, bottom half of the bracket, I'm going the Entitled March beats the Review. Sound Off beats the Thunderer. Um, Pathfinder Panama beats uh, Royal Welsh Fusiliers. Nobles of the Mystic Shrine beats the Makaito March. Um, Nobles of the Mystic Shrine beats the Pathfinder Panama. Um, Untitled March beats Sound Off. Uh, Nobles of the Mystic Shrine beats the Entitled March. And then I'm down to Nobles of the Mystic Shrine versus Yale in seventh. 
Um, I would go Nobles of the Mystic Shrine. And then I'm going to say my winner is going to be Nobles of the Mystic Shrine, even though Gallant Seventh is a close second. So that's what I'm going to go with there. So. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcasts on D-Shot. Feel free to give any of the other episodes a listen, as a lot of them have some great, exciting content, as well as some great interviews. Don't forget to give my Facebook page a like, Daniel Shotler Journalist, as well as give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram at dshot1992. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find this. And hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening and have a good day.